Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Overtime Hockey Podcast. Today, we have a guest, a good one, Wes Jerevic. He's a program director for Top Gun Hockey and also the director of player development for Map South Hockey. We're going to talk a number of topics with Wes, and we're excited to have them in as partners of ours right here at the MNHockey.tv. And, you know, we're, we're fortunate to have a really nice footprint in the hockey world. And, Wes, uh, we appreciate your uh, organization's recognition of that. And we look forward to sharing your story here on the Overtime Hockey Podcast and all the things that are going on. And, you know, one of the things that I want to get to first is hello and welcome. Thanks for having me, Pete. You bet. Um, well, one of the things I want to get to first is – just kind of clearing up how all of this fits between Map South Hockey, so you work with, with, with the group there, and then this is kind of more of a new venture with Top Gun. Can you kind of talk in on some of those things, how they fit and blend together? Sure. Uh, Map South Hockey, our programming, is um, it's been a great run. We're uh, over 16 years in existence and been you know, continually growing and excited to maintain a high level of success and supporting a lot of families. Um, and I guess you could say it's within some of the philosophies, some of the principles that we know work so well in supporting player development, supporting families. Um, Top Gun Hockey has been another opportunity to support more families uh, in different ways, different backgrounds. So it's exciting to branch out a little bit um, but keep the party going uh, the way that we know it works best. You know, the one thing that stands out to me about what your your group does is you're really big on communication. And, you know, I've, I've commented a few times uh, noting that I see uh, a lot of the staff out and about at these games. They're not coaching, but they're supporting. And I think that's a really important thing for uh, parents to know that their kids are being supported as well and the player as well. But then as well for the youth coaches to know it's not an intrusive situation. It's actually a very good situation. I think it's um, it's good to hear that. Appreciate the compliment. Um, regardless of what age group you're working with, I mean, we got a, a wide cast. You know, it goes at this point with Top Gun, we've got Mike, and it goes all the way up, you know, with, on the map side of things, it goes all the way up to pro. Everybody's their own individual. You know, if we're not good listeners, if you're not developing relationships to know where – athletes are coming from or you know what's important to them then it's hard to have the appropriate perspective of what to work with so, so Wes, it, it almost becomes an obligation to say that um you know it's the, the payoff is outstanding to make sure that we're investing appropriately with individuals as opposed to just you know herding cattle yeah uh, herding cattle usually ends pretty quickly and we we all have seen that happen a time or two so your playing days uh were at saint thomas academy where you were a graduate and then you went on to play at the university of saint thomas and then d3 now a d1 school so good for them on the jump there can you talk a little bit about your path as to uh the game what it's meant to you what's led you to coaching and then of course to this uh top gun hockey opportunity along with your work with map south hockey um, I got a, uh, a little head start um, with some coaching opportunities when I was uh, 16, just summer stuff, right? So more on the casual side, but still a nice first taste um, and always appreciated, you know, that side of the game, um, you know, always was super appreciative of having good relationships with coaches at different age levels. So, you know, maybe had a head start when I was still playing and it was actually when I was at UST 
that I got my start with a company, very fortunate um, for it to work out that I was working in a part-time capacity. So getting to know, you know, the lay of the land, getting to know some of, you know, those, the principles that are still important to us now and, you know, being around for some really exciting years when things were growing and moving in the right direction. And again, I, I think I'm just really fortunate that it worked out when I was finishing up at UST is when I uh, got to move into a little bit different role, more of a leadership role here. And uh, it's been a heck of a ride uh, ever since. You know, it's interesting. You and I have a parallel there because I was 16 when I started coaching, uh, although it was in baseball, hockey came a little bit later, and I had the same scenario. And, um, you know, when you're playing, it's two different mindsets, but they both feed off of each other. And I think what's interesting, though, is that there was something that it gave you and with the organization you're with that you're able to extend to the players. Was there any moments or were there any moments in your hockey playing days where there was a coaching impact or a situation where you said either I'm going to be just like that or, man, I'm not going to do that? <laughs> nah. You probably tell a couple stories both ways. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that um, when I finished at St. Thomas Academy, I played a year of uh, U18 for a program that's no longer around. It's called Russell Stovers in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. And again, like all these stops, everything is just really fortunate. But Pat Fischweiler was the head coach there. He since moved on. He was with the Red Wings for a little bit. Uh, I think he's coaching at Western Michigan now. Um, but like personal connections, how much you could tell he just cared about the team's success and understanding that individuals make up that success. So a tremendous teacher, but how well he connected with me and the rest of the guys in that group was um, inspiring, right? And we're all, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a product of our environments growing up uh, to this point. So that was, uh, you know, just a really great way to set a tone for if this is something I was going to do moving on that, you know, take a lot out of what I got from him. Uh, then in terms of, of Top Gun hockey and, and your vision and, and, and what you have, can you, can you uh, explain how you differentiate what you're doing? And, and you've got some really good stuff off ice, on ice. Um, you've got three tournaments that you're participating in and you know, obviously the three-on-three -three summer league. So let's just start from the top with the vision of Top Gun hockey and, and what you look to achieve with that from a day-to-day, year-to-year basis. Um, sure. I think that the appropriate, you know, description of what the program accomplishes, and this is the same thing with, with Napsol hockey is that it's player development. Uh, I think casts a, a wider net than to just say it's just training. But a lot of the times how me and the guys operate with the players, you're, you're, you're teaching maybe more often than you're training. So individual development is what the goal is. And, organizing appropriate opportunities, versatile opportunities that you can key on on specific athletes and what they need and what they want to work on. Um, and we're, we're proud to have a lot of planning and, you know, more than just me, but having a, a great group of directors that works here to support that programming to move in the right direction. You know, interesting word. Uh, I've always found it an, an intriguing term because it can have so many meetings, and that's player development. So from organizations, um, associations, let's say, at the youth level, all the way up, what really is 
player development and what does that mean to you uh, in an uh, encompassing term? Our interpretation is that maybe it's a a two-way street. So first you've got physical tools development, which is, you know, maybe something that everybody's a little more well-versed in and understanding skating development skills, you know, being able to fine tune uh, specific aspects, you know, getting real detail oriented. And again, that's, you know, individual base. Everybody has different working points when it comes to skating and skills. But then the, the other side of that is application. So, we love, I mean, all the groups, you love putting the players in game scenarios, giving them a, a, a game environment perspective of how those skills are used to help, you know, make the performances improved. So, I mean, that, that's also a huge benefit of, you know, some of the atmosphere of our programming in general, you know, small area situational games, basically every day, mm-hmm. uh, the competition of, that environment is super healthy and super exciting. And again, it's a great way to be able to teach, right? You know, pull yeah, players absolutely. aside or pull small groups aside and say, hey, you know, here's an idea or what you guys think of that? What'd you see there? So that's kind of, you know, the, uh, the balance that we're trying to maintain um, in terms of what we think is the right way to, to support player development. Well, then you also have a blend of, of skating and, and, and some developmental focal points there. Goaltenders will go work separately. And then you do the puck skills and game scenario exercises. Uh, so it looks like it's an absolute full blend experience for the uh, player to um, develop their game. And then you take things off ice as well. Um, can you take us through the off ice situation? Sure. Um, organize our workout classes, uh, similar to how we do with the on ice. So it's, uh, an hour of opportunity, maybe is a good way to put it. And strength and conditioning is a, a top priority for, for all the age groups. Again, we're, we're making sure we're always trying to be appropriate teachers too, uh, regardless of whose background, um, you can imagine you get a, a decent mix when it comes to the Bantam and even the Absolutely. high school groups yeah. background and where these players are coming from. So, Again, you got to make sure you're paying attention to individuals and uh, making sure they have appropriate expectations. So, I guess detail-oriented instruction, um, you know, it's really important when you're developing athletes in general, not just hockey players, but uh, explosive muscle engagements, uh, helping players gain strength. So, those are some of the specific ideas when it comes to the workout. Uh, but we also like to mix in skills development so we've got you know shooting stick handling uh capabilities too uh again supporting the same vibes we have on the ice so i love the idea of mixing in competition based uh games or or, you know small things for the different groups uh our groups last year you know they love that stuff right i mean that's what that's what makes an athlete is wanting to compete so uh again you're trying to be as versatile as you can it's nice to have as much opportunity as we do both on and off the ice that you can mix it up you know, I'd I feel so hamstrung if we were stuck into a three-week, um, you know, opportunity for these players that you just couldn't cover as many bases as we want to. So Top Gun Hockey, powered by Map South Hockey, uh, is offering a, a great opportunity for players. Um, can you put them in, uh, point them in the direction for how they can get registered and uh, where your ice times are? Oh, sure. Um Top Gun Hockey is operating mostly at a West St. Paul Ice Arena. 
Uh, we do use uh, one day a week at our Map South facilities at St. Thomas Ice Stream in the spring. Uh, best place to get some more information, uh, registration information, uh, my contact info as well, is uh, the website www.topgun.hockey. Simple enough. Top Gun. Uh, was that topgun.hockey? Correct. Okay. And that so so the hockey is the dot com, correct? That's it. You know, people get confused. Yeah. Because yeah, I, right. I I put the dot TV on um, my uh, MN Hockey TV website, and they go dot TV dot com. No. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, you know so i'm sure you get that a lot you have other program opportunities too um such as triple a hockey so let's touch on that looks like you've got things for 10s 11s and 12s as well from a tournament schedule this summer we do so this is uh first year for the top gun triple a which is exciting and i guess you could say similarly to how top gun hockey is an extension of opportunity from map south hockey uh top gun triple a is an extension of Blue Army Hockey, which is our, our other AAA programming that we do um, as well. So all under you know the same principles of you know big picture ideas, a decent mix of uh, exciting opportunities and making sure the players have fun, but you're still offering opportunities to teach and to learn to grow. I mean, you know, player development is never going to go away from anything under our umbrella. Um, but we're excited for for uh, this new venture. Um, for 2022 with AAA. Each team's are going to participate in three tournaments uh, this summer, April, May, and August. Uh, I like how you call it summer-friendly schedule, absolutely, because the biggies, June and July, there's no tournaments to, to worry about there. I, I would assume um, that it complements the Top Gun athletes and families that are working out during the other part of the 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 product that you guys offer so this is really a nice in-game supplemental program for those that are a part of it why wouldn't you do it would be my perspective at those age groups that's good to have a uh, again appropriate balance um, especially for these younger age groups and because you've got you know families that are already taking advantage on the player development side you know you've got it man it's, Makes sense that it's um, an appropriate balance, and you know, ho- you know, it is hockey families got enough scheduled conflicts as it is. We don't need to give them any more. <laughs> yeah, there's just a couple, right? Um, th- then, as far as your three-on-three league, I love the three-on-three for creativity, and uh, you know, the-, the thing that I think that gets lost in three-on-three with a lot of people's mindset is that. Um, because the game transitions from an offensive posture to a defensive posture, you have to be doing that as a player too. So it, you you have to have your head on a swivel. I think it forces you to think of the game in both aspects. So you have leagues for that too. We do. I mean, three on three has been a, a staple of you know our programming. You know, some of the most fun game reps we do with all the age groups. I mean, all the way up, right? So mm-hmm. uh, Sean Erickson's another director on our staff. He's been. Uh, at the forefront of making this league work. Uh, we've had a lot of success so far of what we did with it last year. Uh, and again, it's just to offer some dif- differentiated opportunity um, for some families who are, you're looking for some more game reps and making sure that they get them in a healthy environment, a competitive environment. Um, and again, that's, that's something that we're really excited about come uh, June and July. And then there's ten games total for that, about one to two per week during that time period. Where do you where do you play your games out of for that one? 
those games are also at uh, West St. Paul Ice Arena. Okay, so really at the home rink, that's that's beautiful and that's perfect. Um, as far as Top Gun hockey, does that do both boys and girls levels too? It does. It does. That's... We had a nice mix uh, last year, and again, it's it's an opportunity that's you know we're excited to have it open to um, different type of players. So mites and squirts, uh, boys and girls. Excellent. Uh, Wes Jerevic, TopGun.Hockey. Be sure to check it out. Uh, they have got some great stuff going on, and it's fun to watch the development that's happening with players and, and watching committed coaches such as yourself and your staff continue to work to improve players and, and give them really the, the full compliment. We were just saying this the other day, and this is a reflection of yourself and everybody else that, that's, that's doing the work out there, is – uh, the high school game right now is as good as I've seen it. There are not a ton of, let's say, grade-A superstars that we've seen. And I think the reason for that is because there are so many good players that are on these rosters that round them out. And, and just the level of skating, strength, skill. Um, you're seeing, uh, I think, an increased IQ, which is terrific. And it's just an absolute uh, tip of the cap to the things that you guys are doing. Appreciate it, Pete. We're, uh, we've had a blast watching all the levels this year, but high school especially. Uh, me and the guys are, you know, we're, we're gearing up, getting ready for some section games. It's always the best part of the year. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, it goes quick, right? So, And you know that well. So, hey, did you get to play in a state tournament? Uh, I did. Uh, Class A, um, my senior year. Uh, we snuck in, but it was a yeah, heck of an opportunity. No, um, no question though. Sorry to me to cut in there. No question. Your student fan section over those years was the wildest of all the best. That was fun. Man. Just classic. All right, Wes, thanks for joining us. I know you got plenty of work to do and uh, we wish uh, you the best of luck this summer. And we'll be checking in with someone else from your organization uh, next month as well, as we'll be doing three of these on the Overtime Hockey Podcast, educating and helping people know what is truly out there and how to help your kids get better. Thanks for joining us here today, Wes. Thanks again, Pete. Appreciate it. That's going to do it for today's edition of the Overtime Hockey Podcast. I'm Pete Wagner. So long, everybody.